Thanks. Yeah, I love Beyonce. <laughs> I thought that was Santana. That is the definition of a psycho ex-girlfriend. It, it's true. Terry got the got the Oxford English Dictionary. Well Terry yeah. wrote the entry for psycho ex-girlfriend. If we're doing the categorization of women into psycho ex-girlfriend rubric, then I think Terry's definitely the the authority. Yeah, I do trust him when it comes to all things women. Language is usage. Uh, we've got a uh, we've got the old <laughs> podcast standoff. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, wish we had video for that. <laughs> so we watched episodes thirty one and a little a little snifter of thirty two while you finished your laksa. Yeah. Because you refused to eat it on air because my auntie would be upset with you. I didn't want to upset your aunt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even though I thought it would be more interesting to see how you went whilst trying to eat it. <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't make me. Well, how could I have made you? No. I'm terrible at saying no. We've just established <laughs> that. <laughs> well, in, in matters of hospitality, I Yeah. Am. There's other senses in which I can do it, but not when I'm trying to make you feel welcome in my home. <laughs> <laughs> you do such a good job. Um, we, I mean, should we just get into the episode? Yeah. Well, the first one... Going because we've got so little that we can just, we just knock that out and then we can just start shooting the shit. Yeah, true. The weather weather has been interesting this week. Uh, I know. I can't wait for us to talk about the weather. Quite a bit of rain, then some sunshine. Four seasons in one day. Tell you what, world-class city, Melbourne. It is. Visited a winery or two. Yeah, you can do that. Art galleries. Art galleries. Shops. Sometimes they're the same place. Yeah. True. Well, there's, I mean, metaphysical questions have been raised this week about the distinction between a restaurant and a shop. What would you think the distinction is? Have you had this conversation? I haven't had the conversation yet. When I say metaphysical questions have been raised, I mean, I just decided to raise it now. Oh. (laughs) Because they said that... The m- they are being raised. <laughs> They're being raised. Because Dan uh, Andrews said that you don't have to wear... Um, oh, are you worried that you're not on? No, that you weren't. Yeah, okay. He said that you don't have to wear a mask in a restaurant at all. Right. But oh. you do have to wear a mask in... Shopping Large centers. shopping centres. I was yes. confused by that. But so not a I. shop? So you need to wear one at Chadston, but not in the chemist warehouse? Well, yeah, so I've been wearing them in shopping centres, as in like a Woolies. I've went, been to the Woolies. Yeah. For non-Australian listeners, that's a large supermarket. That's a Woolworths. <laughs> uh, is Woolworths all over the world? I looked into it, actually. Yeah. Um, it's originally American. Yeah. They have Woolworths. We have Woolworths. They're not the same company. Um, the person that started, the person that started the like grocer that became Woolworths in Australia, I think the first one was in somewhere in regional Victoria, I think. And 
many, many moons ago, looked into it and knew that there was a very successful supermarket chain in America called Woolworths and realized that they hadn't trademarked it here. Yeah. And so that person just made his business called Woolworths trying to ride the coattails, right. knowing that it hadn't been trademarked. But so we have Woolworths, but they're not, uh, they weren't connected. Is trademarking still regional like that? Yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah. So, if Facebook wasn't trademarked... Oh, it's probably different. ...in some jurisdiction, then yeah. you could just call yourself... Like, you just have to find the last... Ju- Where they the haven't the trademarked it. Right. I suppose that doesn't exist. But because like I think you have to... What about Transnistria? What's that? It's a quasi-state between... Somewhere in somewhere. <laughs> in Europe? <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's ex-Soviet. It's maybe between Moldova and... That's a that's an, a, a country? Well, no, it's, it's got not. claims to nationhood. It's not, it's not a nation in a lot of different senses, but... Who governs it? Uh, some dictator. No, I mean, like, under what, jurisdi- under what country's jurisdiction? I think, well, under, like, um, under Russian protection uh-huh. but essentially autonomous right transnistria yeah i'm looking it up now yeah okay so it's border moldova and um can you google whether they've trademarked it's in between moldova and ukraine and um i'm gonna look up uh, uh, transnistria facebook Trademark. While I do this, could you tell me if you think there's a difference between a restaurant and a shop? I think that's an interesting question. I think it's a shop. I think a restaurant is a type of shop. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I guess there's the expediency of that you always eat in a restaurant, whereas Mm -hmm. you don't always eat in other types of shop. Yeah, sure. A restaurant, a, a uh, a shop is not always a restaurant. Not always a restaurant. But a restaurant is a shop. It's always a shop. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's how I would see it. I agree. So the super category is shops. Yeah. Of which one is restaurant. Yeah. There's also the focus on service in most restaurants, which you don't get in all shops. But no. you could say in a tailor's, like in a suit shop, mm-hmm. there's a focus on service. Absolutely. At, at uh, House Spice shops, there's a quite a focus on service. It's interesting that, that like a tailor is a good example. What for? Who, for where? Gewurztraus. What's that? They, it's a fancy spice shop. They've got one in Carlton. They've got one in the QV Market. It's probably elsewhere too. Where in Carlton? If they want to turn this into a paid advertisement, they could just give me one of those little French glass butter dishes. I really want one. <laughs> I'll take one too. Yeah. Fuck it. One for each of the hosts, and we'll keep mentioning how good your service is. Sure. Spices are overpriced. Okay, well, there goes our sponsorship. I'll take that bit out if they <laughs> give us the glass dishes. <laughs> it sounds like it's going to be overpriced. <laughs> I think it's about 20 bucks. Uh, I was talking recently with someone. We were joking about how we're all cucked by shops. We're so cucked by shops. I fucking love shops. We'll take whatever cucked they've got. Cucked by shops. Yeah, we're cucked by shops. You're going to put this on shops rather than the overarching economic ideology and system of production that 
That's obviously the case. What's funny here okay. is that you simplify it by saying we're cucked by shops. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay, fair enough. Yeah. Can't get enough. It's a tyranny of, of shops. It's a tyranny of shops. Yeah. And shopping. Yeah. You know, we always go to them. They never come to us. They never well, that's not true. Oh yeah, I just got the Luxa delivered. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You did from a restaurant that's also a shop. <laughs> Nevertheless, I'm still cucked Plus by that restaurant. Think about the way that I use online. Um, yeah, true. Shopping for clothing. True, but ultimately they are getting your money, and you can't live without it. They are. You go to them in as much as you pay them money. Correct. They come to you. Yeah, the internet. In as much as they give you jeans to wear. Complicates that. You did well out of du jour today. I did, Sam. Thank you for telling our <laughs> listeners. 60 bucks. I'll tell you what, they fit better than any other pair of jeans. Yeah. Why is that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I got a big ass and a small waist <laughs> and no one else seems to be you able to make the waist small enough. You heard it here first, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, suckers. She's taken. <laughs> um, I can't find anything here about Transnistria. Did you make it up? No, no, no. Trans. <laughs> found, sorry. It's a beautiful word to have made there's up. There's a plenty to it's plenty to be found about Transnistria itself. Just nothing about trademarking or Facebook. Oh, okay. Between Ukraine and Moldova. Yeah. Okay. What's that little red zone? I think they're uh, part of the core. Uh, it's a, it's p- p- areas of conflict with either Moldova or Ukraine. It's called the Transnistrian Republic outside of the Transnistrian Autonomous Area. Um, I wonder if there is a Love Island Transnistria. <laughs> Love Island Transnistria I think that they The Transnistrians made all their money uh, Transnistria Dark Tourism Regards to Dark Trouble I think they made all their money from selling um, You know when the When the wall came down mm. I think just like A KGB sort of A KGB Chief come warlord oh. Essentially as soon as the KGB was disbanded, he essentially, he just became a warlord. Yeah, uh, had and had and had like dominion over all of the weapons caches, oh Soviet God. weapons caches, including nukes that were in Transnistria. Yeah. That uh, oh. and then he just uh, was made like lots of money by selling all of the weapons. Oh. I don't know about nukes, but there are nukes in there, and the rem- I remember this is how I found out about Transnistria. There was some documentary about like the ticking time bomb that is all of these little quasi-states that oh arose out of God. the disintegration of the Soviet Union. Yeah, And it's a ticking time bomb because there's ambiguous sovereignty and... Yeah, here and we go. Transnistria is a breakaway republic that officially is part of the Republic of Moldova, but uh. u- unilaterally declared itself an independent state with Tiraspol as its capital. Tiraspol. Uh, Russian peacekeeping troops have been guarding the border between the two opposing sides ever since. Wow. Still retains a curiously Soviet character. Uh, oh. Anyway, I know. Yeah, like lots of like human trafficking and stuff through there. 
uh, but no Love Island, and we don't know about whether or not Facebook is trademarked there. But I guess if they're not officially recognised in any other country, there's not going to be, they're not going to be inserted into like the worldwide system of trademarking. No. So we could make our own Woolworths there, is what you're saying? Yeah, we could. And I think that they're open for business in that sense. The Transnistrians are willing to do a deal. Okay. Well, I'm willing to talk. Yeah. Okay, we'll get them on the... F- let's Should we call Woolworths. them Woolworths. I'm going to get on my Skype. Can you call Transnistria? I think you can Siri. call... Siri? Call the president. <laughs> call Transnistria. You're trying to talk to my Siri? Yeah. She doesn't listen to you. Siri. Will that work? Siri. Go Siri. on, try again, yeah. Siri. You've got to say, hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. <laughs> hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. <laughs> I sound like you. <laughs> hey, Siri. Yeah, that's me, all right. Right. Hey, Siri. Oh. Who's the president of Transnistria? According to Wikipedia, it's Madame Krasnosulski. Hey, Siri. Call, Call. Vadim Krasnoselsky. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, I can only call one person at a time. That is Who one. Who would you like to call? Okay. What's R- Siri implying? Siri. That's one person's name. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, Siri. Call Vadim Krasnoselsky. I don't see a Vadim Krasnostinsky in your contacts. Krasnostinsky. <laughs> I would like to call the president of Transnistria. We have a proposition for him. I don't see him. a Transnistria in your contacts. Mm. There's no transmister in your contacts. Hey Siri, what's my name? You're Sam, but you asked me to call you Siri's little flesh pig. Oh my god. <laughs> Thanks, Siri. Fuck. Um, as well, Troy would say, I need someone who's going to tell me to behave. Loved that. So I'm. What's that about? So so this. Yada, 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 a new broad comes in mm. and has to choose between these two, the, the two lowest men who were being kicked off. But yeah. if this new girl chose one of them, shelf. they get, yeah, the bottomest shelf dudes. The bottom shelf boys, as we've been calling them. And so she goes, what's your ideal type? Like, what are you looking for in a gal? And his first response was, I need someone who's going to tell me off, mm-hmm. to discipline me, mm-hmm. tell me I've gone too far. Not let me get away with shit. And this is a repeat now. Nathan said the same thing. Nathan said it right at the beginning. I want to be tamed. I want to be tamed and say, you know, I I, I want a girl. Troy was saying, I want a girl who's going to say enough's enough. You're acting out. You need to stop. Imagine if, why is that the number one dot point on their list of things that they're looking for in a partner? I mean, it's. But are they just being honest? It's really interesting. Is that common in men? It's not. Something I've heard stated aloud mm. before amongst mo- my friends. Um, it's certainly the sort of thing that comes out in a lot of people's analysis. Mm. That's why I'm so impressed that these guys just say can it. Can label it, yeah. They can just state the sort of this, um, the masochistic fantasy. Yeah, or, or the, 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 the mother fantasy. Yeah. But in a masochistic way. Mm. I mean, to be tamed is masochistic. Yes. To be told off. Even to tame oneself is masochistic. Mm-hmm. Because there's other ways of 
doing what one wants in the world that doesn't involve that sort of image of curtailment and yes. constraint. It's because almost could, like they have to disown their superego. They have some sort of they have to, they want their superego placed in someone else. Yes, absolutely. Mm. They don't want to take responsibility for mm. um, their badness for the for the stringencies of the superego. That's for sure. But then they also don't want to have any desires because if you choose someone who's going to tame, they're you, afraid of their of having desires. Yeah, if you choose someone who's going to mm. tame you, then that's already sa- that's like very clearly risking them not merely socializing you or civilizing you, mm. but also controlling you. Yes, yes, yes. Right? I mean, that's they're they're not necessarily the same thing because you know you could be. T- I guess they could imagine that they're being tamed towards a more sort of structured lifestyle in which they can realize mm. their desires. But mm. even then, relying on somebody else to do that for you risks mm. you merely having to fulfill their desires. Mm. Which I guess that's probably the common lot. Mm. Is that just like refusing subjectification? Just like, I don't want to have to make decisions. What I want to do is be an object of desire and then become I think a hollowed out dad on the couch. Or... Because I think if someone's disciplining, if someone is controlling, mm. it's it can it can be seen as analogous to caring. Yeah, definitely. So I, I, I think it's a sort of sad cry for love in in a No, well, yeah, okay. Sure. Because if someone like In as much as all, what all does a cries for do? love are a sad cry for love. Sure. Because it but what does a mother do? Loves through discipline and care. Well, not always either of those things. No, but the ideal mother that perhaps they didn't have. Yeah. Like what Troy clearly wants to r- create a mother figure, a mother-like figure mm-hmm. in a partner. Mm-hmm. Because if, if your number one desire is a partner who disciplines you, then... Something about recreating this motherly bond. Yeah, some particular motherly bond. Mm. I guess I don't want to do any like Oedipal essentialism on here because if we start talking about Oedipus too much, it'll be like read out of context. But but I'll act out and my girlfriend will curtail me. Yeah, but that's a... I mean, in these guys, I- in as much as they're enacting some sort of traditional gender essentialism... Yes. That's a dad like thing. That. that should be a dad thing to do. Yeah. To curtail your acting out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mum's more than uh, in like this traditional narrative often wouldn't be the one to curtail mm. an acting out. They mm. might encourage it. Boys being boys or whatever, you know. Mm. Well, yeah, it speaks to, to me, it speaks to some sort of absence. There's an absence of, of guidance. And discipline somewhere that was w- that is longed for. Mm. So you think they saw such a mother, but it wasn't their mother. Or, pe- or, or yes, perhaps. Mm-hmm. That you Were want these you boys act alive out, when w- Margaret Thatcher was around in the eighties. No, no, no. They're nineties children. No. Yeah, they 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 weren't swept under the uh, the strong arm of Thatcher. Yeah. Mm. But maybe, 
Maybe they love Angela Merkel. Mm. Mm. Because you act out, acting out is is it's a social endeavor. Yes. Right? Yes. Absolutely. You act out in order to receive a response, mm-hmm. to get a response of some kind. Yes. To be part of the. To yeah, embroil the other one in your s- in the scene. Yes. Of your acting out. Yes. Yeah. Unlike the other one, passage à l'act. What is that? The passage to the act mm. is the other kind of impulsive acting. Mm. But it is the one where you exit the scene. It's not social. Ah, uh, you withdraw from yeah. the scene. Well, yeah. I mean, withdrawing makes it sound less violent than it usually is. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Some impulsive, destructive or self-destructive act, usually. Right. But that, uh, but that's sort of akin to what I imagine Troy is imagining himself doing that his girlfriend will then be able to respond to. Oh, well, then I th- it's got to be acting out that he's imagining himself mm. doing. Otherwise, he wouldn't... I don't think you can imagine the passage to the act in mm. that way. It's just such a weird thing for someone to to explicitly claim is their number one trait in a desired partner, and then you know how that would just go. It would it would it e- it it would end in hostility and fighting. Yeah. So they must know that that's also the type of relationship they're they're beckoning. Yeah. Because you'd be acting out against the discipline. You'd be. It'd be this dance of sort of rejecting it and then being... Yeah. It just sounds like antagonistic and weird. I know, but this... I mean, we're being like willfully naive or something because mm-hmm. we know that like... That's how things go. That's how things go, That yeah. is totally how things That's go. Like but where why does foot fetishes come from yeah. because they imagine being stomped on by a big woman. Yeah. That, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. There's lots but of for like Troy to be able to say all that, powerful mother I mean, fantasies. Has he had a few years of psychoanalysis? Like, how? <laughs> how well, that's why I, li- I like yeah, how really close to the surface it yeah, is. Yeah, it's really yeah. interesting. Maybe he doesn't need psychoanalysis. No, I mean he's a shit guy. He's shit. I don't think psychoanalysis is going to fix that. Yeah. What do you think would fix it? <laughs> Being a shit interminable. Um, what would fix Troy? I don't know. I don't know what would fix Troy. Yeah. He doesn't seem happy. No. He seems very unhappy. Yes. Yeah, he does. I don't know. To want someone to tame you. I think it's a it's a yeah, it's a reaching out for care. Yeah. Definitely if someone cares enough to tame you. But it's the life of a dog. Mm. And I guess it's why people like CBT. Because it tames them. Yeah. What, it has the illusion of taming them, yeah. Yeah. Well, it might, in, in fact, very well tame them. Mm. I think that's probably, like, the only sphere in which it has any potency would be into ta- in taming somebody if they stuck with it. Tell me what to do and think. If they were masochistic enough to stick with CBT, then, yeah they could end up tamed by it, which is precisely the reason it's no good. Yeah, It either does nothing or 
in emphasizes dis- disillusionment with the system as it stands or it's dog training for human beings you the second option emphasizes the disillusionment which is sort of the response that we've both had to yeah. it yeah yeah but the intended outcome the intended is outcome the is what to condition you to the mm-hmm. shitty circumstances mm-hmm. of your existence mhm rather than to foster your desire mm-hmm. towards change, mm-hmm. even if that change is not possible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or s- self-understanding. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a the... <laughs> CBT, a CBT is a gulag that lives, that is like, a CBT you know, it's CBT a shop. A CBT therapist is a, is a... Yeah, is, is a... Is that. Is a gulag warden refashioned as a mm. carer. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, and that's what we... Do you think it's big in Transnistria? <laughs> I uh, check it out. Let's Google that. Yeah. Is CBT popular um, in former Soviet CBT <laughs> practitioner Transnistria No. Um... All of them say missing Transnistria. How about um, <laughs> yoga, Bikram yoga? Big crumb. <laughs> <laughs> Bikram tra- yoga Transnistria. Mm, no. Oh, well, then I can't go. KX Pilates. <laughs> 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 Oh my god, how are we going to better ourselves when we visit Transnistria? We can't get CBT, we can't um, get Pilates, we can't get Big Crumb. Indoor. Bouldering. <laughs> <laughs> Transnistria. Nope. Um, what um, about um, Kickboxing Dojo Transnistria? Kickboxing. I feel like that's gotta, there's got to be a hit for dojo. that in this former Soviet state. I'm gonna call it. Oh yeah, here we go. There you go. Um, what is it? Can we do some kickboxing there? Sourdough course. <laughs> Transnistria. Nope. What about just shops? And uh, here we go. Gyms and fitness in Transnistria, Moldova. I'm gonna need some user uh, ratings. Can you read Cyrillic? No. I think there's some stuff here. There is kickboxing. I mean, there's, there's definitely going to be some UFC fighter from Transnistria. UFC exactly. Transnistria. Uh, no. Nah. I mean, it's all about Khabib. Um, but he's not from Transnistria. He's from some other place in, in the Caucasus. Um, all right. You really got distracted there. Uh, oh, this is the first time that's yogurt. happened. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Transnistria. I'm actually going to search Yochi. No, no, okay, no frozen just go. It's generic. Go generic. Frozen yogurt. Transnistria. Best shop, Transnistria. Yeah, no, no frozen yogurt. How about... Um, mask rules. Transnistria. 
No. Um, um, best shop. <laughs> I'm going to say best shopping in because I feel like that's the language of the TripAdvisor. All right, here we go. The best shopping in Transnistria. Oh, yeah. What do they say? Let's have a look. Uh, uh, there's a shopping mall called Moldova. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's number one. Moldova. That looks pretty good. Blue lights. Um, Blue lights throughout. Yeah, there's a place called Piata Centrala, which is always crowded, but don't worry, is a place to shop, feel, taste, and enjoy. Safety, this is a traditional market slash bazaar. Green Market Center, um, Art Gallery, Istanbul Bazaar. Kooky jewellery shop, souvenirs and folk art. Central Post Office is... Central Post Office is number 10. That's the 10th best shop is the post office. How many people live in Transnistria? There's a place called Zitty Mall, spelt Z-I-T-Y. I'm into it. Um, uh, there's a shopping centre called Family Shopping Centre. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a trap. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's a shopping mall called Your 16-Year-Old Daughter Should Shop Here and Only <laughs> Her Alone. <laughs> With her friends. <laughs> um, population. Can we trust their census, do you think? Mm, unlikely. Um, they don't actually list a population on their wiki. No. Nah. Oh, wait, here we go. 470,000. Oh, it's tiny. Yeah. With a GDP of a billion dollars a year. I, I don't know we, relative to other GDPs, whether that's high or low. Well, let's see. The per capita, 2,000 bucks a year. It's low. Mm. They've run out of arms. <laughs> <laughs> and they legs. sold them all. No, I meant... Yes, I know <laughs> what you <laughs> meant. <laughs> I meant pow pow! Yeah, Russian arms. Yeah. Yeah. Covered in tattoos and whatnot. Yeah. Um... Still couldn't figure out Adam's. How did we even get back to Transnistria? Did we we went via CBT? Oh, we were, yeah, we were talking about um, being. Uh, being disciplined. Right. Being tamed. Troy being disciplined and wanting to be disciplined in contradistinction to Adam. Adam said something interesting again. Another person that, that seems to have some interesting, n- naive, but fairly insightful understanding of themselves. Mm, mm. When he casually said to Adam J., 
was just sort of musing. He said, you know, my mum's single. Mm-hmm. No, because Adam J said, what about your dad? Um, you know, do you, do you spend time with your dad? He, and Adam said, I've never met my dad. Yeah. My mother has been single her whole life. I've never seen her with a man. I've never seen her in love. Yeah. And I think that's why I don't move towards a relationship so easily because it's not the no- it wasn't modelled to me. Yeah. He said people who have a mum and a dad who love each other, they probably go towards emulating that because yeah. that's what they've seen. But I reckon I don't do that because my mum's been single the whole time. There's some serious to that, I guess. But I mean, I think there's also a key separate from him sort of watching as a spectator as a relationship unfolds between he and his mother, there's a key in the phraseology he actually used because it wasn't quite as you said it. I wrote it down because it was so striking. He said, I've seen, I, I've, uh, mum never had another man in her life. I've seen another her going, man. I've seen her going without love. Yes. I've seen her going without love. Yes. So it does place him in this spectator role. Mm. But the thing is that he could have also just as easily said, and it's the sort of thing you do hear out of a sort of naive mouth like this. He could have just as easily said, I was the only man in my mum's life. It's always just been the two of us. Mm. Um, rather than saying, I've seen her going out without love, because that makes it sound as if there was no love between she and he. Mm. You know? We don't know if he's got siblings or anything yet, but... He didn't. He didn't seem to be telling a story of, um, or my mum didn't have uh, a man in her life other than me. But we we were all we needed, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, he didn't put himself in the story. No. So which which makes it seem as if she didn't put him in the story, which would also explain why he's a bit autistic. Yes, possibly. Or she put him in the story a healthy amount. And so he doesn't mm. hate, you know, because I... I he's pathologically re- reticent. He's, he's, yeah, true. But I, I think I, I think it would be a bit more problematic if he'd been, it was just me. It was just me and we didn't need anyone else. It was just me and my mum. Well, I don't know if it would necessarily be problematic, but it would tell a different story about the quantity and the direction of, of love. love. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But I, I think it's reasonable for a child to be commenting on the 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 quality of their parents' love life as a spectator. Yeah, that's reasonable. Oh, absolutely, definitely, and and quite measured to and not d- to not insert yourself there. Yes, I'm just saying. There's lots of kids that grew up with fathers who um, don't want for some of the things that one gets from a father who are able to have relationships who if they have a father or they didn't if they didn't yeah yes yes yeah. of course there is who do want to be with somebody and there that's because m- there they are be many, many variables here that make up Adam our special Adam yes that's right but I think that you know it's not as if there's any particular relationship that he had with his mother that he's wanting to repeat with a woman. No. Because isn't that the more common scenario? It's not that, oh, 
I want to have the exact same relationship that my parents had. Mm. It's more like I want to have the relationship that I had with my mother, mm. with my father, or usually some combination. I think there could possibly transferential be combination. Yes, yeah. or as well, also like unconsciously, Adam doesn't partner because then he would feel like he's depriving his mother. Yes, but that's not what he said. I know that's, that's not what definitely he said. that's another option. Is that there's no room for another woman because I've got my mum. Yeah, and if I had another woman, where would she be? Yeah, that's the more common scenario. I think even for people who've that's, got that's both right. parents in their that's life, right? I think so. Which is that they unconsciously are holding a space open for the incestuous Correct. love object. Correct. Yeah. It's funny. I was googling a lot about incest today. Mm, me too. Um, at work or no. yeah, me for recreation as well. Yeah. Um, because you know I've been uh, oh now I'll be doxing myself if I say what I've been writing a lot about lately. Mm. But it's all stuff from the future, let's say, mm. and um, really futury things. Oh, I saw your post about Back to the Future. Yes. I'm am, I'm also amazed. Are you sure? Because I feel like a lot would have been written on this incest. Yeah, well, there's here. like an overt uh, or, yeah, overt incest constellation 100%. in Back to the Future. He goes back to the past and uh, meets his mother. They're roughly the same age and then yeah. she sort of falls in love with him. Yeah. And there's a situation in which he might have had sex with her. His yeah. Um, in the past. Yeah. Got pussy from his mum. Mm. Um, doesn't. Young mum. Doesn't. Yeah, from his young mum mm. when she was in her prime. Mm. And uh, so I was like, uh, well, I am actually interested in uh, how some of these futury type things like AI and the cloud and what have you mm. um, feed into sexuation and also model fantasies about the mother and um, incest. And I assumed when I looked on Google Scholar for uh, all of the papers written about the incest in Back to the Future, mm. I'd find many of them, mm. but instead I found one, mm. just the one. People are afraid to touch it. It's weird because they're not afraid to touch it in like, in serious cultural artifacts. Mm. But because it's like a weird outlier in this otherwise sort of clean teen mm. family flick. No, nothing was clean in the 80s. Are you kidding me? Have you seen Big? I All of those seen, films I are questionable sexually. I think I've seen Big. And Tom Hanks becomes old, but he's actually still a 12-year-old boy. Then he gets a girlfriend. Oh, really? He's an adult. Right. But she doesn't know that he's 12. I think she does. Oh. No. What's even more problematic, I think, is she just thinks he's like slow and oh, special. Right. And still stoops him. Right. But Tom Hanks is not hot, is he? He's just like he's charismatic. Like, I, I mean, he's like sexy and simple in this film because he's, he's meant to have the brain of a 12-year-old. Right. So you're admitting he gets that the simple are sexy. No, I think this is apparently what <laughs> fuck you. What this woman seems to be attracted to. She's like, you're so quirky. You're so you're quirky, so quirky and, you're so and slow. You're so playful. <laughs> Right, because he's 12. Yeah, and he's not he's not sexualized yet. I love it. At all. Like, he's not really interested in a sexual relationship with her and she's intrigued by that. But then they do sleep together. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, there's got to be Provo stuff like that going on right now. I mean, th those 80s f films are just rendered so transparent to us now. Mm. But 
all that same shit is going on. Like, if you watch... In media. Yeah, in mm. movies. Like, Commando, the Schwarzenegger film. Right, never seen it. It's like an incest fantasy. Oh. It's a daddy-daughter incest fantasy. Oh, God. Uh, n- never overt. He's got to save her. It's like... Taken. It's essentially a prototype for Taken. Because mm. it's a special forces dude who's mm-hmm. got special skills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the daughter gets taken. Mm-hmm. It's a grudge rather than... Um, a random kidnapping, like Taken 1, so it's more like Taken 2. Mm-hmm. But it's... Taken 2. Disney. The Because <laughs> <laughs> um, Taken 2 is a grudge kidnapping, but the grudge is established in Taken 1. As you know, I love the Taken films. Yes, you do. Um, I- introduced to them ba- by our friend, though. Introduced to them to the Taken films oh, right. by other 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 friend who likes them more than I do even friend of the pod Melody. Yep, um, I've never seen them. You never seen any of them? No, I, s- I watched uh, maybe a quarter of the first one on a plane. Right, I mean they're good. Mm. They're terrible cinema, especially the second and the second one is edited like somebody was on ketamine. <laughs> Really, it's hard to follow sometimes. Wow, it's that. That's interesting. It's it's like there's like lots of skew shots and. Interesting. Um, is it the best one? No, oh, the best one is number one. Uh-huh. D- t- Taken three is very interesting and like weirdly complex plot, like a very complex plot. Taken yeah, two is reaching. very strange, but each of them models a different logical moment of the Oedipal complex. Mm, interesting. Yeah. And and each of them is associated with the incest, even in as much as like um, it's very clear, for instance, that in Taken Two, it's made extremely clear that the um, you know it stars Liam Neeson, he's the father, and his mm. daughter who keeps getting fucking kidnapped, mm, mm. and he's Hopefully. got he's got lock the door, just lock the door <laughs> for once, and he's got an ex-wife, mm. but they also ha- but they have a flirty vibe, mm. and they threaten to get back together at some stage, but the point is Taken Two makes it very clear that his ex-wife, played by Funka Johnson, still hot, still hot, yeah, what does that she mean? She was Bond girl in Goldeneye. Ah, oh, okay, right. yeah, um. Mm-hmm. And she was Jean Grey in some of the X-Men films, I think. I don't know. This is not my sort of cinema, I've got to admit. <laughs> okay. Not even Goldeneye. I mean, I saw it, but... Did you play, play Nintendo 64? Yeah, I did. There's no Bond girl in 007. Can you play her? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. What was her name? Xenia uh, on a top. On a top. Yeah. Yeah, I think you can play her in the game. Right. Um, anyway, it's made clear in Taken 2 that top. she's only there as the limit that separates him from her. Yes. From the daughter. Yes. Liam from the daughter. So he's able to sort of enjoy a quasi-incestuous relationship with the daughter um, that never becomes... Fully incestuous and thereby the sort of... The boundary of the mother. There, yeah, thereby sort of degrades his position and his, like, uh, attachment to the signifiers of honour and duty and fatherhood. Yes. By having her there. But literally, she's only there for that. Right. Yeah. Which makes her more of, in terms of, like, the Oedipus complex, makes her more of the father than the mother. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I think, right. So, in a film, like, in order to 
um, clumsily veil the incest taboo. Mm-hmm. You always have a love in an, an acceptable love interest there. Yeah, it could you know it's the ex-wife. It could be any love interest in the film. Exactly, yeah. but they're just a prop. Yeah, yeah, they're just a they're just like a necessary signifier that has to be there to prove that the um, all of the enjoyment that is rendered from the relationship that's incestuous is not in fact incestuous. Are you then? Are you making the claim that in real life? One's socially acceptable chosen lover is there as a prop to... Well, to lover to is a signifier that wouldn't be proper to the to, to the scenario. In, in Taken. Yeah, because it's not as if his chosen lover is his daughter. That's not the case. No, I mean... His chosen lover is the mother, Famkin Jansen. That's what I'm saying, and in real life... But he derives all of his, like... He gets off on but do you think the relationship with the daughter. Have that... Do you think that one's chosen lover is always the prop I to think guard against you'd the, the hope question of incest? You'd hope that all fathers have that to the right degree. Mm. And you'd hope that all mothers have that to the right degree. Mm. As the basis of parental love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. taken to the extreme. But yeah, but then it can be taken to the extreme. Mm-hmm. Or there can be neglect in, uh, in what I imagined was Adam's case. Mm. Yeah. Where she didn't get off on him at all. No love. Yeah. And he's never figured out how to get it. He, I mean... And we see that in his interactions. He was... They were... Men and women. They had one challenge where they had to um, co-pilot a little rubber inflatable boat. Mm. And the man was at the front um, paddling. And the woman was with arms. And the woman was at the back kicking. Yeah. And then they swapped around and it was the woman paddling. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, and the man kicking. And then he and Sophie were hopeless at the challenge. Yeah. So eventually they started just goofing around. Yeah. Uh, and she she stood at the front of the boat. They Titanic'd. Yeah, and she put her arms out and she wanted him to do like a Leo. Mm. And he held her waist very briefly. Yeah, it was too close But then to preferred him. to literally d- deliberately capsize the boat yeah. than keep having to hold on to her waist. Yeah. It made him that uncomfortable yeah. to touch the woman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, not... Yeah, not even, like, to mention having never met his father. I mean... It's, it's not nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Who's going to teach him... Mm-hmm. How you meant how to, to how me how you meant to talk to these broads? Yeah, or to these guys? Yeah, or to the fellas? Yeah, yeah. The boys like him, but they just think he's a bit special. Yeah, he's a little tweak. Yeah, I he's think young. everyone likes him in the house, kind of. Yeah, even Tina likes him now. Yeah, yeah, and even um, what was it? Liana, who was justifiably offended by him when he was saying all sorts of derogatory things about her as a exotic dancer. Yeah. Realized it was from the mouths of babes. Exactly. And she was like, oh, kids it. say the darndest yeah. things. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's really clueless. Yeah. He is. But he said something um, that was a bit probo in episode 31, uh, casually. He said, you know, you see it on Facebook. Girls are always posting, where are the gentlemen at? Where are all the real men? 
mm. uh, out here. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I come in to the house and I'm that and they don't want that. They want a bad guy. And, I, mm. you know, I'm left behind. He had the whole sort of nice guy incel line going. and he, there was Is it always Probo? I mean, in hi- even in his case? It is. I believe it is a bit problematic. Not like dangerously so, but it's just misguided from him. Like it's dangerous. I think it's Probo because he, he's so off the mark. Yeah. I guess because the best you can do is speculate as to why they don't want you. Like yeah, but as he's Adam. Not exa- but he's not doing He's like, that. oh, they don't want me. I'm the, I'm the gentleman. I'm the yes. good guy. So the problematic thing there is that. Yeah, the presumption that he's being good. That's right. Yeah, That's yeah. what's probably. Yeah, sure. Mm. Sure. Um, because it's so s- it would be so hard <laughs> to uh, have to sit Adam down gently and say, you know what, it's, n- it's not that women don't want a nice guy. That's not why you're single, Adam. Yeah. It's, it's that you're of afraid of sexuality. Yeah. And it's all of the ways that you fail in interactions every time. Yeah. I mean, that'd be a tough conversation. It would be a tough conversation. But also not a useful one. I mean, what's he going to do then? He needs conversion therapy so he can become a stone cold player. <laughs> no, just like a decent human. <laughs> <laughs> well, he seems to be a decent human. Otherwise, why would that they wouldn't all like him? I, I think I know. Not well. I don't know if they're the best judge of character. These people, but he has said some pretty off stuff in the past that we're sort of glossing over now. Yeah, but he never actually mistreated anybody. But you can mistreat with words, and he his sentiments were really off often. Mm. If indeed they were sentiments, yes, just hollow words Rather that than he just thought literally was how you hollow. Have a I think that because um, like you know, not I'd, to be too I'd diagnostic, fuck her, but I wouldn't take her home. Blah blah blah. Yeah, but and then it was like, hey, fellas, because we're all boys I here, know, aren't we? This is what you say in a conversation yeah. with boys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I think clueless. that he's a bit echolalic. He's yeah, just sort of repeating what he's heard. Yeah. And he's, it's it's all very, there's not a lot of semantic weight to anything that he says. No, no. Um, yeah. I mean, his, his favoured form of articulation is to go bum up in bed and, and do and a big fart. fart. And then laugh. Yeah. And everyone sort of be disgusted, but acquiescent. Well, because he's like their child. Yeah. He and Tina are their children. Yeah, yeah. Because Tina sort of cockblocks herself all the time. Also, I don't know. I don't. I think. I think she just doesn't want to stoop any of these men, and I think that's completely reasonable. And she's done a good no, job. No, she just was getting so along. into Terry at one stage. Oh, it was Terry. Yeah, but Terry. And then well, she. Terry, Terry's done. And she waited until it was completely too late. Yes. Even though Terry was into her at the beginning. But was with someone. Marlon, but it was also like obvious. No, she, he was already with Emma. No, no, he wasn't. No, because there was someone else. There were days, there. there was a day in between. Yeah, but but when she finally said something, Emma and him were together, I think. Yes, yeah. that's right. Why? But why didn't yeah. she say something when they shared yeah. a bed the first night they'd coupled up? Mm. I forgot that they coupled up. What? Oh. Or, or did they Speaking just agree tell- to couple up? Speaking of Tewi, yeah. what happened in this episode, Sammy? Oh... Uh, Marlon came back. Yeah. He and Scott got a text and they were to go for a mandate. And then they... They uh, wore the same thing, literally. Literally cut off sleeve, ironed black t-shirts. They ironed them. Yep. 
tight, tight cut-off denim jeans. And then they were denim on the shorts. roof of some shitty hotel somewhere yeah. where nobody else was in the bar. They had a little one of the, a little ramekin full of olives. Yeah. And two pots. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they had a little pot of beer. Yeah. And uh, they were chatting about something inane. And then Scott spied Marlon coming out of the lift. Comes out and lost like his a shit. Boss. <coughs> yeah. She handled it really well. Um, but they got into this fight. Terry was so defensive. Like yeah. he was mean and defensive from the get go. From the get go. She wasn't, she was a bit mean, but also like just cop it, mate. She was just saying her part. So, sure. All of England she has seen what you've done. You, you know, you, we were together in the house. Yeah. We were boyfriend, girlfriend, and you've done this. And not at one point did he say, I'm sorry. It would have sucked. Or like, this is shit, I'm sorry it's worked out this way, but I'm with Emma. Or ju- yeah, or I'm sorry that I didn't have the ability to say that I didn't want to be with you before. Say hey. anything that would have appeased her feelings here. Ju- or just anything that takes some personal responsibility yeah, as well. No, right? nothing. Nothing. He just got so... I mean, he's, he's my least favourite type of person in that situation. Mm. Yeah, he really he sucks so in mean. every scene. Yeah, every scene. Oh, he was like, oh, get just fuck off. Fuck off. And then he started swearing at her. It was so ugly. Yeah. And then he got back to the house and he was sulking and he was really like about to sort of crack, wasn't he? Yeah, that he secluded himself. Then he went off and bitched about the cunt with the with his boys, yeah. with his two boys. And only then did he go to, to Emma. Emma, who, has ha- who is having to sort of talk to everyone else in the house, has found out that that's wh- where he's been. Yeah. Just waiting for him to approach her. And then when when he when Emma and Terry st- finally had a conversation, the one thing he said to Emma about the conversation was, "Oh, Marlon said, you know, our relationship isn't serious. You're a, sh- she's only nineteen. He said the one thing that would make Emma dislike Marlon. He brought up the one thing that was about her. Yeah, but that than all escape of the other. Emma. I don't. No, no. And and then Terry said. I don't know. I don't have. I don't have a clue why she's so upset. I don't know what's wrong with her. Why she's so upset? And at that point, Emma rolled her eyes and looked yeah. away because Emma's like, "I know why she's upset." Yes, exactly. Terry fails to recognise that there's a solidarity amongst women and that Emma has a mind. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, and that she can see through his bullshit. Yes, it was yeah. so bad. I mean, he is such a fucking snake. Yeah. That guy, I really dislike Terry. Yeah. I think she absolutely had a, a ju- justification in being angry and he's also saying, anyway, it was just them. It was just like for 10 minutes, Marlon and Terry yelling the word mug at each other. Yeah. Should we try and play some of it? Yeah. I think we should be able to. Let's find YouTube. And then, and then that's when Terry said... That is the definition of a psycho ex-girlfriend. Because she simply brought up the fact that he had misled and betrayed her. Oh, we forgot to mention there was also a general knowledge quiz. Hello, boys. everything. Yeah, but nothing's like, I said to you it was a test for me, didn't I? I didn't say to you, like, I was 100% going to be with you. 
Terry, we were together in that villa. Test. We were together yeah. in there. Yeah. I left that villa as a couple with you, so yeah. we were official in there. Yeah. You were my boyfriend. Yeah. 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 And then so I came I out there villa? supporting you. And I know you didn't come out. So I thought, do you know what, I'm going to support him. We want to, like, you know, have yeah. a good experience with the lads. Mm. And then a day later, you're yeah, what did up. I, what did I say to you? I said, it's still a test for me. I said that to you. I said, I weren't like, this you is still a test. You wanted to come out of there with me. Yes, I know I was, but then I had to reflect on things. I spoke to the boys, and at the end of the day, it was still my time in there. I can't just fucking walk like everyone else. I still have to prove to myself. I know that, and I was supporting you for it. Yeah, I know, but it didn't work out like that, unfortunately. And, like, like analysing stuff on the two days I was on my own, it weren't going to go anywhere. You know what you was like. You was creating rows, and I don't know. I was why creating rows. And so you, so you weren't like that, no. You said you were gonna dump me. Yeah. That's good, cause she's mugging you off, mate. Yeah. She's playing a massive fucking game. I'm enjoying it though. Yeah. yeah. Good. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. It's been a swell. It's been a good time to be fair. I've had no pressure, no yeah. argument. Pressure. I gave you no pressure. Ooh. Okay, Marlin. I've not been funny. I don't want to. I don't. Did I come into like have closure. I wanted to talk to you. That was literally. Because you're not. You just fucking mugging me off. What are you talking about? You mugged me off. I'm in the mix. Biggest fucking mug. You've mugged me off completely. No, it's been the a whole test. of fucking England has seen it, and it's right. funny how much support I've got. Good. You'll I'll be hope very fucking shocked you. when you come out of it. Right, right. Very, very right. fucking shocked. Cool. Is there anything else you want to say? I just. It's funny. I just well, because you can't really deal with me not want to be with you. Terry, you slept with 500 fucking girls, yeah. right? Yeah. And you were, you were convincing me. Listen, no, 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 no. This is the thing. Listen, shut up a minute. Shut up a minute. Let me fucking speak, yeah? Okay. Well, why did it bother you in the video so much? It didn't. I mentioned that. Why did I have to reassure you every fucking day? Oh, oh, no, look, you cheated on me, so obviously I was fucking yeah, right to be worried. That, I was right, I was right to be Because you chipped away at me from day one. I wanted it to work. I did not chip away. You can't use it as an excuse. No, did. I did not chip away at you at all. Look, Marlon, I'm not a 28-year-old male. I know what the fuck I With want. With a 19-year-old girl, you definitely <laughs> don't know yeah, what you're talking about. That's a lot more grown-up. I put on the closed captions and the transcription is fucking wild. <laughs> is it accurate? Uh, No, not at all. Um, I want... I want, and your girl, definitely, that's a lot of primary. Want to be with you, Terry. You start with 500 girls, right? Um, this is, uh, uh, and you were jumping on my fast again. What one thing we're not... Why much does it bother you in the villa so monotomic? One of the hot areas every day. I don't know God meets, obviously, also, I can write girls. Brush about it. <laughs> So she chipped away at me from day one. I wanted it, so I did your shitty Kazakhs. Oh, you did not chip Kazakhs. away. Had to look modern. I'm not going at your melt. I know what <laughs> that I want, and your girl definitely. That's a lot of primary. Who really? I really a complete mug. Complete mark. You have no nervous. I'm enjoying myself. An element. It's been nice. <laughs> You're the biggest bug. Oh my god. Fortunate. I didn't want to be in here. I didn't want like this really hot. Tell me for that because I didn't know that. Did I? I've been with wall. How look? Can you strung me along? Completely as soon as that you wanted to next and go win. You shark. I've got his win. <laughs> That's how you Jose thing. I don't give a what anyone. Are these thinks. the lyrics to Informer? Going to do. <laughs> do you know he's Marlon? You know, say, at least you know what song we're playing. <laughs> um, We've already talked about that song on the pod. Have we really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're from that age. We are. Um, what else? Was there anything oh, else cool. in the background music whilst we do the pod we're like a pbs music show yeah it's professional now oh we're on pbs can you do the pbs voice 
No, what's that? Boom, boom. Oh, you're talking about local PBS. Yeah. You're not talking about pu- um, public broadcasting. No, system. no, no, no. All right. So I'm, I'm talking about there, like yeah. a st- the like hip a hip hop show on PBS Melbourne. Oh, you! I now I remember you reading these lyrics yeah. out one time on the pod. All right. Well, I think this is where we can go out. We've already done like an hour and a half, I think. Have we? I think so. Stop.